Here we are with episode two of the Did You Miss podcast from We Matter Things Studios. I'm Tom Phillips and I'm going to be hosting again today. Essentially, it's an old video store in podcast form. A simple guide to overlook movies. What we do is we aim to put a spotlight on films that might have slipped through the cracks. With Netflix, Amazon, Disney, and a whole heap of other streaming services out there, it can be hard to pick a movie sometimes. And our aim is to make that tough decision just a little bit easier. Uncover a gem you might not have seen or simply revisit an awesome film that you might have watched a long time ago. And today I'm going to be joined by Aaron Chupin and we're going to be kicking off with Did You Miss in Bruges? If you're in the mood for an interesting spin on the hitman genre, a dark comedy with some absolutely amazing performances from Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson and Ray Fiennes in particular. It's funny, it's dark and there is a lot more under the surface to this film. It stays with you for a long time, asks some really interesting questions and yeah, it's just a really fun and satisfying watch. Alright, we're here today doing Did You Miss In Bruges 2008. Martin McDonough wrote and directed it. Brendan Gleeson, Colin Farrell, Ray Fiennes in it. I'm here with Aaron Chupin. Yeah, this is one that I do think snuck under people's radar. Yeah. I can't remember what it was that got me hyped to see it. Maybe I saw a trailer. So this is 2008. Hmm. I think it really sold itself just on the appeal of it's English guys swearing at each other, which is one of my favourite genres. Everyone knows the Guy Ritchie films, the Lockstock and and the the Snatch, but there was a whole slew of other things. Yeah. I'm just, I'm a sucker for a couple of Irish dudes swearing at each other for an hour and a half. I'm like, I'm there for that. Exactly. But the film then is actually so much more than that. And I think, I think, I think that's the thing. I think there is a lot more to this film Mm. that on face value, whether you're just looking at, especially the poster, the poster really doesn't say too much. The trailer had some funny lines and stuff Mm. like that, but I don't think really captured completely what this film was. But, like, I'm going to read the IMDb logline. And just, yeah, because I think these loglines are really interesting because a lot of the time it is hard to sum a film up shortly. This is the IMDb one we're dealing with. Guilt-stricken after a job gone wrong, Hitman Ray and his partner await orders from their ruthless boss in Bruges, Belgium. The last place in the world Ray wants to be. I mean, that's what the movie's about. Exactly. That's what the movie's about. But, yeah. like, if we're why in a video store... Why are we store, recommending this to No, no, no. We'll do... I, like, I think I want to start with... The thing is silly about video stores is you put things in comedy, action, thriller, horror. Yeah. Those shelves don't really work. Everyone's spoiled now. Like, so Netflix will come up. It's like, it's a comedy thriller romance. Where does like, this go? Where, and yeah, you, you would probably say, in the traditional sense, like, in Netflix, it's probably sitting in comedy action? Yeah. And that's really crime. not it at all. Oh, crime, you know... And really, like, it was always the cool video stores that had the dark comedy section. Mm. And I think that's where this one definitely fits. <laughs> or the art house section slash dark comedy. It really does, like, yeah. do a balancing act between so many different yeah. shelves. You're sitting there, you're about to recommend this, like, why Why are we sitting down to watch it? What's the little elevator pitch of it? Okay, okay. Here I am. I've just clocked onto my Friday afternoon shift. Mm-hmm. It's been a long week. Some bloke is like, oh, I need a movie. Why am I recommending In Bruges to this dude? Straight up, it's, it's a very funny film. Yeah. Start to finish. Like, you, yeah. you, you that's, can't, that's, you're that's, my, that's my first one. You're smi- it's just funny. It's just funny. You are, you're, and you're smiling funny and you're giggling. Consistently. Yeah. Even it's, when it's dark, when it's sort of quiet, when it's loud, it is always funny. Yeah. But it does, it does offer just a little, you know, I like to use food metaphors with yeah. films. So it's funny. So it's like got a lot of bubbles in it, but it's like, it's got a bit of chunk as well. It's got a bit of something you can chew on. Yeah. You know, there's some potato in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. We're getting back to the, the meat, meat, meat and potatoes. potatoes. Yes, it's a it's it's just a funny film. The and every, everyone's funny in it. Everyone's like funny Colin in. Farrell, Gleason, Ray Fiennes is amazing. Yeah. That you would just say if you're gonna sit down and watch it, one of the big things like you're going to laugh. Mm. You'll you'll laugh at a tone that I don't think you're familiar with. Like it's yeah, it's it's funny because it's witty, witty characters saying funny things in a strange scenario bickering with each other mm. but it has a it's got a uh, see now I'm going to lose the customer because I'm getting all, uh, I'm getting all film school I'm starting to I'm going to start talking about like the voice of the writer and shit no, like no, that no 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 um, like, I think at the end of the day it's funny yeah. It is. It is a good watch. It is an easy watch, and like it is. It is just funny, mm-hmm. um, and so you know you're going to sit down and you're going to have some giggles. Either the next one I I had was I think in terms of performances, I love all these actors. So Fines, Farrell, Gleason, mm. but I think I love them most in this. All of them. Like before, Ray Fines did the Wes Anderson. Yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel and everyone's like wow he's so cool and quirky he's brilliant in this yeah and Colin Farrell is hilarious and Gleason plays perfectly opposite that I wrote yeah the performances across the board like everyone's playing a character Colin Farrell especially so this what was it 2008 so he sort of he'd become this Hollywood cool bad boy dude for a long time and he was yeah he was the like unshaven cigarette in the mouth yeah. kind of party boy and in this movie like he is not cool he doesn't he's, he doesn't have a style like he's dressed kind of shit he's got a shit haircut his glasses aren't cool I do like he's that no, I, like, I dressed like that once <laughs> he's just like he's that just, looks like my shirt right <laughs> But yeah, you know what I mean? He's not a cool hitman guy yeah. who's like cool and broguish with his fucking Irish accent. Yeah. He's he's just a he's just some guy. Like yeah. the performances are amazing. Yeah. You're like if you like any of those actors, you are going to like them in this. Yeah. I think yeah. it's very easy to say. Next one I think a little bit is is interesting. There are travel films. Like there are films Dude, that are got like the same list. Yeah, man. there yeah. are like travel films where you're like, we're gonna go to this place, yeah. and normally it's a cool place. Adam Sandler's gonna take you to Hawaii more often than not. Mm-hmm. This takes you to a place you're n- not a lot of people have really been. Yeah, and like I think it actually does it well. Like by watching this film, you get a good sense of Bruges. Mm. But I think the wonderful thing is the, the contrast of the, the two characters, so Gleason and Farrell. One, the older sort of hitman, is loving it, mm. loving the swans, loving the, <laughs> loving the history, yeah. loving the churches and all that. Loving the and alcoves. <laughs> yeah, the alcoves. Uh, and, then, and then there's Colin Farrell, mm. who is a child, who isn't impressed Well, this by is what anything. I was going to get to. Yeah, Colin Farrell... It really struck me this time. He's playing a uh, yeah. He's playing a yep. boy. He's playing a ten-year-old boy, yep. not a teenager. It's so for such a crazy concept of hitmen and stuff like that. I think the fact that it's travel film and that we know that dynamic, like it is, it is incredibly um, relatable. Mm. We've all been to those places that whether it was our parents that dragged us there, any, our friend, well, he's constantly, we getting, he's constantly getting dragged like, into churches, exactly. which I can totally relate to. And I think that's, that adds like that, that makes a, like a crazy world, a crazy place, crazy characters. It makes it 
immediately relatable and funny and and down to earth and well, that's the thing like, but so then you also know Bruges like mm. <laughs> I want to have one of those beers like the in the little champagne bowl sort I, yeah, of like it really makes you want to yeah. walk around cobblestone streets looking at old old buildings and that like um, hell or high, high water makes you want to drink stubbies <laughs> on Budweiser's. front benches yeah yeah um yeah like, yeah. I, I think the travel the travel aspect is a funny one. It's really interesting. I mean, and that's where, you know, if we're talking about a film that can definitely, like, almost guarantee that we're recommending this, I can almost guarantee you're going to enjoy this. Hmm. And even in a group saying, you know, if there's someone who's a bit scared, I, like, I don't like all the violence, the hitman stuff. It's like, this movie's going to take you to Bruges. Hmm. There are whole sequences where, like, Brendan Greeson's just, he's just looking at stuff. Yeah. That's great. And he's, he's talking about the church that yeah. they're in. Like this is why that thing's over there. You're like that's awesome. Yeah, you actually learn some it, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a real. It is. It's one of those like real postcard films. You know, like you know, like you know, you know, top tier Woody Allen is just a postcard, a love letter to New York. Yeah, this is a love letter to a place, uh, and I love going there. It is good, yeah. and even going back, maybe I'll like, go this there. Good. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the final one. It is. It is a fun movie. It's a really good watch, but I actually think the ending the ending does hit hard. Like, it, like you, you can sit down, you can come to this for the dark comedy, the, you know, the beer and popcorn aspect mm. of it. It is an enjoyable watch. But at the end, there is some substance there that yeah. sort of lingers with you yeah. with I, this film. I, it's, I, it's definitely a, a much deeper film than uh, I think a lot of people would give it credit for. Yeah, it, it does that thing of like playing with really familiar, like like fun, uh, yeah, popcorn-y you know, genre yeah. stuff. I think the big thing is like if you if you're in the mood for something that's easy to watch, but you do you do kind of want something good that isn't you know you don't need to sit down for three hours for and really pay attention mm. to. Like I think the depth of this film will wash over you without you having to give it too much. If yeah. that makes sense, yeah. like you're not like having to go. I need to pay real attention to it mm. in a way. Like and and you can kind of tell where. McDonough comes from like it's a play mm. it, it the, those themes do just wash over you and it's not too I, I don't know heaps about him and his brother's background but they feel I mean they all their films feel even the really weird ones feel like deeply philosophical but with a very populist approach mm. which I think is like for me the, I mean that's just the perfect that's the perfect mix and then, you know, you get a lot of, like, hitmen films. Well, yeah, you know, the hitmen are, like, these cool guys. And I've got, like, a big yeah. silver gun. And it's, like, everyone's getting shot. And this bang, bang, bang. And there's the no... The big hit. Right. <laughs> which is, which is cool, man. I'm all, I'm all about, you know, give me, give me, give me. Yeah. Um, give me John Wick any day of the week. Yeah. But, you know, it really... It doesn't hold, like, wait, like, the deaths don't really have consequence. There's not... There's no real contemplation of what's what's happening or, or what we're doing or why we're doing yeah. the life and death. Sort That's of stuff. the thing. Like, even though it it plays with those it plays with those big themes, yeah. I don't think it ever answers questions either. It just sort of poses questions. Yeah, and that's the thing at the end of it. It's not like this is the right or wrong way. This is the way. Is mm. it good? Is it bad? We don't know. That's all stuff I would totally leave yeah. out of my pitch if I was trying to get something. Yeah, to yeah, 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 absolutely. This is the You're thing. You're gonna love it. It's the perfect. You can still, yeah. This is a, you can watch. It's a perfect beer and a pizza movie, and you're accidentally gonna think about some stuff. Yep. Yeah. Heaven, hell, <laughs> the in betweeny place, purgatory. Yes. Well, purgatory. Okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Like, what's the best way to watch this? I film? was going to say a duo yeah. or multi. Like, watch it with a group. Yeah. 
I think so. I think this film prompts discussion. Yeah. And I think it also, pro- like, you're constantly kind of chuckling through this flick and, like, shared laughter, shared yeah. giggles at a funny line or a funny moment or a gasp. Adds a lot. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, it's constantly giving you unexpected little things. Yeah. And that's always more fun if it's shared. That's spot you on. eat a familiar meal I think by I, I think I agree. You go out for a new meal. You like you want to be able to. Uh, like the last time I watched that? it, I watched it solo, and it's good to watch solo. Sure, yeah. But that's because I think I now have a very big relationship with this movie. Mm. I've probably watched it at least ten times fully through. It's one of those movies, hey. And you, you can. feel you feel like you have a relationship yeah. with it. And the characters, they're fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely a movie you can then oh, the rewatchability factor. You can dip in and, and choose to focus on a different element of it. Yeah, I think there's you know yeah. They've, Four, cool. four or five times I watched it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's why to watch it. Why not? Uh, it's pretty violent and it's pretty sweary. And some people don't like that. I've, I've just said if language at all offends you. Yeah. In fact, if you are easily offended, don't watch this movie. Well, this is the thing. So we, we, we were chatting about this yesterday. Like this movie came out in 2008. And there's, you know, there's a, there's a lot of air being filled up with the like, you couldn't make that now. Mm-hmm. But... Could you? I think you could. I think this movie's smart enough. Dude, he did. He made three billboards. That movie's full of shit like that. That's true. Okay, so some of the characters in the film, you know, these are all rough and tumble guys from the the, the, the London criminal underworld, and they use, I would say, light slurs casually in yes. casual conversation. Like it used to be used. Like it used to be used. Yeah. Uh, and people still do. People, so still, people still drop the, you know, certain... Essentially, and, and, and if In Bruges is set in 2020, mm. it's a different film. But if we're like, we're making In Bruges and they're back in In Bruges... In, in Bruges in 2008. They're speaking exactly the way they've spoken. The England. thing is, it's not... Words like, you know, the Colin Farrell being a sook and being dragged to a pub. I mean, you know, and finally getting to a pub and Brennan Gleeson orders a fancy Belgian beer and he gets himself a glass of whatever, domestic whatever. And he says the line, one gay beer for my gay friend, one normal beer for me. Now, because that, I'm normal. Because I'm normal. <laughs> that's not the, the, the writer going, ha ha ha, how funny is the word yeah. gay? It's extremely telling of Colin Farrell's character and it's yeah. actually a really important part of him that he's well that's just he thinks that there is a normal yeah. and, and that's the simple minded fucking worldview that he has even in 2008 I remember that I'm thinking like that's really backwards of him to be talking like that uh, so so yeah swear, swear it's, it's a bit sweary it's a bit violent it's a bit, it's a bit violent that's probably it and then the final one if you like this, you would like what? What? What films? Are, I think it's there's a couple of real obvious ones. Mm. So the, you've mentioned Guy Ritchie. I did. I wrote him. Lock, down. stock, snatch. Obviously, mm. make a lot of sense. Anything else that comes to mind that might be a little bit different? But it's like it's pretty safe. If you like Lock, stock, and you like snatch, you're gonna like this movie. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> give me. Give me. Can, a that's a hill I'm, I can. Because I thought of films in either direction, where it's like you can go the sweary criminal route. Yeah. If you like this, you're gonna like snatch. Hmm. But if you like this, you also might like the mission, the Roland Joffe film. Where no. Like, yeah, I reckon. No. 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 Have you tried to watch The Mission again? Oh, it's got, it's got, and yeah, Morricone's score is beautiful. I mean, I've been listening to that score all week. Though. Maybe that's why that popped into my head. <laughs> it's, would, that is the most obscure, if you like, 
But it's about How? it's about people wrestling with faith and mortality and big questions like that. Like the big no, question no, film. No, I think me, I think me. I could sit the most pretentious. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't watch films. I only read books. You could sit that friend down mm-hmm. with In Bruges, and it would wouldn't him over. Because there's would, a, there's so much going on in here that is high-minded. I think it'll win them over, but it's not like, and that's the thing. It's it's not. It's still not studying. It's it's just like, and once again, we like I can't go into anything because it'll spoil it. Spoil it. But um, yeah, I think the mission is a stretch. Okay. <laughs> um, like, yeah, the mission is a stretch. Yeah, it's got a very like literary, very theater. And this does have that. No, that's what I'm saying. You see what I'm getting at? You see what I'm getting at? I can, I can see that. If this is a great, this is a great. Um, if you only like theatre and you don't like movies, you'll probably like this yeah, because yeah. this is a great playwright. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. What that's what's great about this movie. It's this perfect meeting between I like my low, I like lowbrow, or I only like highbrow. Yeah, you guys are both gonna tuck into this sandwich together. Cool. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm getting at. That's why you should watch this movie. Yeah. Awesome. That wraps up episode two of the Did You Miss podcast. Hope you enjoyed that episode on In Bruges. The structure will change, but I think we're getting into the swing of things a little bit. If you haven't listened to the last one, Cabin in the Woods, that's up there online. Yeah, hit us up with your feedback, comments, things you like, things you don't like. We're really keen to sort of keep it quite flexible and change on the fly. Fingers crossed we'll be getting a couple of other interesting guests in the coming episodes. If you're at a loss, go check out Lucy and Dick, uh, our web series on YouTube and uh, follow us on social media at We Made A Thing Studios. Other than that, hope you enjoyed it and have a good one. Cheers.